Hello, and welcome to the Oracle of Light. I'm Shauna DeMellon. I'm a lifelong medium and certified life coach. And making the connection with the afterlife has brought me the greatest joy. Since losing my son, Jack, I have navigated grief, heartache, and despair. And it was through connecting with my son on the other side that my heart began to heal and I was able to find joy and meaning in my life again. Now, I'm inviting you into this space as I explore the afterlife, the grieving process, and rebuilding after loss. If you'd like to discover the spirit world and how to move through the loss of a loved one or child, you have come to the right place. This is the Oracle of Light. I just wanted to extend a heartfelt, heartfelt thank you and intense gratitude to each and every one of you. I am just so, so excited to be able to share this energy with you. We took a little bit of a reprieve and now we are back. And my guide said, you know what? People need a little extra support. Uh, this time of year. So we wanted to get this out on the airwaves and we will be uh, recording a few more episodes before the end of the month as we move into the holidays and really start to set our intentions for the new year. What is that going to look like moving forward? So in today's episode, it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. I think a lot of people go into the holidays thinking they should have a have a joyous time and and it's a time of celebration and and we should, you know, put on a happy face and you know, I think a lot of people think that everyone else seems to be having such a great time. Everyone else has all these wonderful plans and and you know, things that they're doing and sometimes a lot of people, they, what they say to me is that, you know, I just feel so lost. I feel so lost. And this time of year just really perpetuates that loss. It just, it really does. Um, moving into the holidays, the holidays that just, just the energy around Christmas just really starts to bring things up. The solstice energy also makes the veil thinner and so I find people are a little more vulnerable, the insecurities start to percolate, um, you know, the energy on the planet can be a little chaotic, a little all over the place. And again, when we add Christmas into the mix, then that brings with it a whole other bag of goodies, right? Some people don't have a family to spend Christmas with. Um, you know, people who have had loss this year are not looking forward to the holidays. Um, you know, I know that, you know, for myself personally, I've always, always loved Christmas. As a little girl, our house was just, it was, it was such a magical time. And um, my extended family on my mother's side, you know, my grandma, Grandma Campbell, she made Christmas. You know, I've, I tell people this every year, you know, November, she would start baking and start filling up the freezer with food and goodies and cookies. And, you know, she would start wrapping presents. And it was just, it was an event. It was so exciting. And 
the presents were not extravagant. We weren't buying, you know, $100 gifts for each other. We weren't trying to outdo what we bought someone last year. You know, like it wasn't this perpetual outdo this person or we have to get the new Xbox or it has to look like this or it has to look like that. It wasn't anything like that. It was, I remember one year she she knit all the grandchildren um, uh, like an Afghan, like a blanket. So we each got to pick our favorite colors. And then that's what she spent her time doing. And that was, that was her gift for all of us. It was beautiful. Like it was from the heart. I used to remember, um, you know, there were about 30 of us, give or take. There were aunts, uncles, cousins. It just, there were just so many people filled the house. And we would have something at someone's house Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Like there were five events that week and they were all at different houses. And that's just what we did every year. We just always rotated. And it was food and joy and fun and music and games and just, you know, being around people that you love. And it was just, it was magical. And then when my grandmother died, you know, she was the matriarch. It just, it all fell apart. And all the family sort of broke off and did their own thing. But it was never the same. It was never the same. And since her death, I mean, I would have been in high school. Just Christmas just never had the same feeling to it. No. And then, you know, there were a couple of... um falling outs with with different family members and and I remember one year our family wasn't invited because of something and then that this 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 family had our they couriered our gifts over and left them on the front step and it was just it was really hurtful so it was interesting to see how my grandmother's energy made christmas and all of those years I thought well without her there's no christmas until I had my own family and I tell you you know, even if you don't have children, when you can spend time with with little people just to get their take on Christmas, there's that magic. They're so excited. They're wondering if they've been good enough to get presents. I know it's ridiculous. They have lists of, you know, they they have their wish list of what they, what they really hope Santa will bring. They They just still believe in the magic. I mean, for me growing up, Christmas was magic. It was it was the season of giving. It was kindness. It was beautiful things. It was, you know, the beauty is it was just so many beautiful things and experiences. And I just I love love seeing the magic. I was I was at the mall the other day and they had the Santa and the the children were lined up to have their picture taken with Santa. And it made me think of all the years that I took my daughter Emma to have her picture with Santa. And that was a big deal. That was huge. And it was so sweet. I remember, you know, I still have all the pictures. I'm just, I'm a pack rat. I keep all that stuff. I have macaroni necklaces. I have artwork. I have everything. And it was just the excitement. And I remember we had to bake cookies because we had to leave Santa cookies and we needed to leave a carrot for his reindeer. And it was so sweet. And just to see her face Christmas morning, it was just, it was magical. And as she got older and started to realize that Santa doesn't exist, that mom and dad are Santa, 
that sort of faded away. And in these last few years since my divorce, I have been a total Grinch. I experienced such loss around the Christmas holidays. I just, oh my goodness, like it just, I just found it, I found, I just, I wanted to get through the day. I thought, oh God, please just let me, just let me get over that day. I don't want to think about it. I didn't want to think about the loss. I didn't want to be triggered. I didn't want to, you know, think of my loved ones that have crossed over. I just, I didn't want to think about any of it. And then last year, last year, I got my puppy Maggie at the beginning of December and she started to change things for me. And yeah, friends bought me Grinch mugs. They thought it was funny. They're like, ha ha, here you go, Grinch. And it was like, no. And then it was interesting because last year I was so, just so disappointed. Here I had this new puppy. I had a plan. Like Christmas is, it, it's a difficult time of year for me. It just, it is just the amount of loss that I've had um, around the Christmas time. I just, it's just not something I look forward to. And I don't like the commercialism. So last year, um, I had plans to spend Christmas day, uh, with my, my girlfriend and her daughter. And I was so excited. I was beyond excited. And then I think it was the day before, two days before, uh, my friend invited another friend of hers. And I just, I just didn't, I just, I didn't want to spend that time with this other person. And it wasn't anything against the person. He's a lovely person. Um, I think it was the fact that I, maybe because I wasn't asked or I don't know. I don't know. So I stayed home. I had Maggie. We had cookies. I watched movies and Boxing Day. I woke up and I thought, oh, thank God it's done. It's over. <laughs> and I thought this year, I thought, you know, there's always something that triggers me into this is this is going to be amazing because I'm going to decide it's going to be fun. I'm going to decide what this is going to look like and it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not enjoy Christmas. It's okay to miss your loved ones. It's okay to not want to be here on the planet without them. It's okay to have awful days where you just want to crawl back into bed. You just want to stay there. It's okay to cry. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to feel all of these different emotions. It's okay to miss people and miss events. And, and it's okay to reminisce. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And so in this episode, I wanted to give you some ideas as to how you can acknowledge, I'm not okay. I don't feel good. I'm not looking forward to the holidays or whatever it is. That it's okay to have that, to experience that, to feel that. And every year, I would say, usually at the beginning of December, something would happen and I would like catch the Christmas spirit. I'd be like, oh, there it is. Whether it was we went to the zoo lights. So here in Calgary, I'm in Canada, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. At the zoo lights, they have all these beautiful light displays and we would go at night and get hot chocolate and look at the lights. And so something about that is magic for me. And so every year I would go to the zoo lights and it would just be amazing. 
And then I found that wasn't that wasn't working. It was interesting. Last year, I didn't feel the Christmas spirit. The last three years, I didn't feel the Christmas spirit. And then this year, there are tons of Christmas markets in and around Calgary. And we went to, um, I went with a girlfriend to my favorite Christmas market. And I didn't, just didn't feel it this year. It was, hmm, just didn't have the same energy. I don't know. I've been going there for 20 years and it's just, just not the same. And then a couple of weeks ago, we went to a different Christmas market here. It's at the Saskatoon Berry Farm, just outside Calgary. And I got, I, I felt it. I felt the Christmas spirit. I felt the magic. I felt it was just the excitement. And I'm going back this Friday because it was so amazing. And it was A, acknowledging that it's okay to not be okay with Christmas. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't have a religious connection with Christmas. I, um, for me, it was just, it was family. It was the gift, giving and family. And without having that huge extended family that I see all the time, it just, it shifted. And what I've realized is that I get to create my world. There was something I read this morning. Um, there was a blog post I was reading. And in the blog post, this woman, she said, you can be miserable with what life hands you, or you can take the reins and design your own life. You are the architect of your life. And A, it's okay to not be okay. B, I invite you to start looking at what your dominant feelings are and where those dominant feelings are sitting, registering in your body. Like, are you feeling angry? Are you feeling upset? Are you feeling remorseful? Are you feeling guilt? Like, what, what are these feelings? What are the feelings? Where are they in your body? And what are the dominant thoughts that you have? Because our intentions, our thoughts, and here's a little bit of woo-woo for you, <laughs> our intentions, our thoughts are being broadcast out to the universe and then our emotions that are connected to those thoughts are magnets, are magnetizing something back in from the universe. So whatever you're putting out is what you're bringing back. It's like a boomerang effect. You put it out, it's going to come back. You put it out, you're, it's going to come back. So I was perpetually thinking, I hate Christmas. I can't stand it. I hate Christmas. I can't stand it. And I kept feeling that. And I kept seeing ugliness around Christmas. I kept seeing things that didn't make me happy about Christmas, just different aspects of it. And I have this, this wonderful friend in my life, and he has a young daughter. And I already have gifts for her. And so I'm just, I'm so excited so excited. And I just started to think, okay, what can I invite into my world that would be different this year? What can I, how can I experience this differently? And I started to catch what I was thinking. I hate Christmas and I'm going to be a Grinch and I don't want to decorate. But after seeing that little girl, I put up my Christmas tree and I was excited and I thought, huh, okay. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm just excited that the universe 
brought them into my world. And I have so many incredible people in my life. So many. I am so blessed. And I didn't want to feel like a burden this year. I didn't want to feel like, oh, we should invite Shauna, you know, we should do this, we should do that. <laughs> and um yeah, it wasn't something that I was looking forward to. I I had a very had a very special um relationship that ended a few months ago as well. And and we had we had plans for Christmas. And so again, all of my hate for Christmas came rearing its head. And I've really had to work hard to course correct. And again, acknowledging there's some days that I'm not okay. And that's okay. It's okay. The day will pass. I'll figure it out. What can I do to change this? What can I do to shift this? So something I've been playing with lately is what can I add to my life that will bring me joy? What can I add to my life? And I keep asking that. And I, every Sunday, I'll say, angels, universe, fill up my week with fun. Bring me fun things to do. Show me where to go. Show me what to do. Sometimes I'm initiating. Other times people are reaching out to me and initiating. And so back to the Saskatoon Berry Farm, their Christmas market. So my girlfriend and I go. And it's there are beautiful displays of greenery and lights everywhere. And there were over 400 vendors in different buildings. They had Christmas music playing. They had fires going. So you could smell the fires. You could hear the Christmas music. They had a Santa who had a real beard. They had a Santa there saying hello to everybody. And you could get pictures taken with him. So many wonderful vendors and just the essence and the energy was just absolutely incredible. It just lit me up. Absolutely lit me up. And we got in the car to come home. And I said, I said to my girlfriend Heather, I said, I'm excited about Christmas. I wow, what was that? What just happened? What just happened? So I invite you to. I invite you to continue to ask the universe to bring you things that will, will light you up, bring you things that will bring joy into your heart. And I just kept saying, more, please. Oh my gosh, more, please. More, please. How can I add more? So yeah, I, like I said, I'm going back Friday. If I, I, <laughs> I might be going on my own, but I don't really care. It's just, it's so beautiful. And just, just to be there, just to experience it again. And then I want to go to the zoo lights. And I started thinking of all the fun things I want to do. And I started to make a list of the things that I enjoy around the holidays. I enjoy buying gifts for people. I enjoy finding quirky little things that I know that they'll love. I enjoy wrapping gifts. I enjoy the lights. I enjoy cookies <laughs> and chocolate. I enjoy just sitting at night with a warm cup of tea and the lights are off, but the Christmas lights on the tree are on. I just, I love that. I could just sit there for hours. It's just, it's so beautiful. It's so, so soothing. I love, I love to see the magic. You know how you meet people and they're just pure magic. You can see it. You can see the magic dancing in their eyes. 
And I, I swear to God, in the last month, I've seen about 10 or 20. It's just been, it's magnetic. It's, it's infectious. One of my teachers said once, just be the light and let other people come and gain their light from yours. And I thought, wow, okay, okay. So I wanted to give you some different ideas as to what you can do. It's okay to not be okay. And these are just ideas. Take what resonates and leave the rest. Leave the rest. Remember, suffering is a choice. If you find that you're suffering, if you find you're not feeling good, start to ask yourself, okay, what is the belief? What is the thought I have? And keep asking because it'll drop. What is the thought I have? You know, is there a story I'm telling myself? What's sitting here? What's the story that's that's keeping me feeling like this? Because the story has emotions to it. Memories have emotions connected to them. So if we start thinking about things, pretty soon all of the emotions are going to come up and it can feel like a tsunami. It can feel like a tidal wave. So I invite you to just start to be really present. A fabulous, fabulous way of processing if you're not feeling great is to journal. Because when we're journaling, we're connecting into our subconscious mind and just write whatever. If you want to ask a question to get it going, you can have a user prompt. You know, today I'm feeling like this. Today I'm grateful for this. I'm not really sure what to do about this. And just kind of stay in that energy and write whatever you need to. Sometimes my journaling is just a hodgepodge of different things that I'm feeling and then all of a sudden I'll have an awareness around it, or I'll just be like, oh, it's this or it's that. And it just gives me clarity. So journaling is a beautiful way to start shifting the energy if you're feeling stuck. Something else that I always tell people, especially clients around this time of year, is find ways to clear your energy. Smudge your house, open the windows, burn Palo Santo. Palo Santo is a beautiful, beautiful wood. It's it's found in Peru. It's found in different areas around the world. And just by burning it will clear stagnant energy. It will transform the energy in your home. I use it for my own house when I'm smudging. And when I do space clearings, it just literally purifies just instantly. Anything that is around that is not a contribution, it's not beautiful energy, boof, it's gone. So find ways to clear your energy. Movement, do you need to get, you know, have a body talk session, have a Reiki session, book in for a reading if you're feeling really stuck. How can we clear everything that's coming up for you right now and then set those incredible intentions to have an amazing year next year? What is your word for 2023? Mm-hmm. That's what I, I've already started saying that to in all the client sessions. What's your word for 2023? What are you leaving behind this year? What worked? What didn't? Where do you want to see yourself a year from now? Where do you want to see yourself? What do you want to look back and see? Wow, look at everything I've done. Look at everything that I've accomplished. I had a client who came in, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, and she had a, an incredibly traumatic, abusive childhood. And it broke my heart. Like some of the pieces of her story, who I found it hard to stay neutral. I thought, how could her parents, how could they do that? How could they, how could they let these things happen? 
And I realized it was because of their limitations. It's because of their limitations. And one of the huge epiphanies in that session, that client session, and, and she's given me permission to share, um, one of the huge epiphanies for her was that there was absolutely nothing wrong with her. It wasn't her fault. And she said, wow, she said, I always thought that I was broken, that I had all these horrible things happen to me and that it defined me. And I said, no, you survived your childhood. You survived abuse. You survived neglect. You survived trauma. You survived all of it. And I said, if if your parents were happy and healthy and whole, they would have given you the opportunity to talk about things and, and resolve things. The greatest gift that we can give someone when there is a miscommunication or an upset or a fight, a disagreement, an argument, the greatest gift that we can give someone is the opportunity to repair, is the opportunity to sit down and say, I'm sorry that, I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry. How can I make it better? How can I, how can I fix this? I'm really sorry. And to own it, but to not give people the opportunity. And moreover, to not apologize. You know, that's not on us. And so I'm finding a lot of really deep, deep, deep emotions and, and deep belief systems are coming to the surface right now for people to cleanse and to clear. So no matter where you are on that spectrum, look for ways to clear your energy, whatever that looks like for you. And if you're struggling, again, reach out, definitely reach out, drop me a line, send me an email. I'm happy to point you in the right direction if I'm not the right person anytime. It's really important to add extra self-care. You know, when we're not feeling okay, again, giving ourselves permission to not feel okay. I don't have to, I don't have to push it away. I don't have to bury it. I don't have to eat it away. I don't have to shop it away. I can sit with it and just let it be, knowing that it's going to shift and trusting that, trusting that as we move through things, we become stronger, we become more resilient. We we're one step closer to being our authentic self, our amazing, amazing, true authentic self. And so the art of extreme self-care, what do I need? What do I need to feel better? Does my body need movement? Does she need water? Does she need a hug? Does she need to go have a bath? Does she just need to be in nature? My body absolutely loved, loved that Christmas market. Just, I was lit up the whole time I was there. It was just, I felt excited. I felt giddy. It was like, more please. Oh my goodness. What else can you do? What else can you have in your back pocket for the days when you're not okay? I invite you to have a list. What are those things that light you up? Is it spending time with your favorite people, lighting a candle, playing music, reading a book, curling up with your fur babies, watching movies with your loved ones? Is it going to the gym, yoga? What is it? I invite you to have a list of your go-tos that will help when you're not okay. And to not perpetuate that you're not okay. Because again, what we focus on is what we're going to create more of. Energy goes where our focus, what is that saying? It's 
energy goes, energy flows where our, our tension goes. I can't remember what it is. I'll have to Google it. Basically, what we're focusing on is where our energy is going to go. And we're going to perpetuate more of it. Because remember, whatever we we are emitting out to the universe, the universe is going to send something that matches that. So how can this get better? What can I add to my life that will bring me joy? What can I shift, change, or heal? What else is possible? What else is possible that I've never even considered? That's a fabulous question. I always tell people, stay in question. Because when you stay in question, it's like you're leaving a doorway open for the universe to help you. And whatever you believe, maybe you believe in energy, maybe you believe in the universe, guides, spirit guides, or angels, or loved ones, whatever you believe. And I know, I know firsthand that going into the holidays without that special someone, without that child, I, I know firsthand how difficult that can be. And it's very important to extend yourself more grace, to really extend yourself more grace, to acknowledge that I'm not okay, and this sucks, and I hate it, and it hurts. And then the other side of it is to look for ways to soothe that, to really look for ways to soothe your soul, to soothe your heart. Are there new memories you can create? Are there new traditions? You know, I, oh, my friends, um, my good friends, Matt and Sharissa, they have this huge Christmas Lego. It looks like a nativity scene. <laughs> anyway, they have this. So every year there's a, a Christmas Lego house or structure, something to put together specifically for Christmas. So that's part of their Christmas ritual. Christmas morning, they get up and they open presents and they have coffee and they put together their Lego and it adds to their collection. So every year they have another piece to add to their collection. It's so beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So what are some new traditions? For me, it's it's this market that I'm slightly obsessed with. Um, yeah, it just... I really had to, I, I just sat with it to really, really think about the traditions I love. You know, at every dinner that I have, you know, whenever all the pe everybody comes over, I always leave an empty chair. And that empty chair is for spirit. That's, it could be for my love bug, Jack. It could be for any number of my relatives or friends on the other side. It's for whoever in spirit would like to join us. And it doesn't have to be just one chair. There was one year, I think we had five five of our loved ones that came through and, <laughs> and joined us. It was so beautiful. So what are new traditions, new memories? You know, what does that look like? Just being open to experiencing that. Have you ever seen a reindeer? Have you ever seen a reindeer? They are beautiful. They're kind of magical. They had them at this market. Again, I'm going on about this market because it was so fantastic. And yeah, you can ask your angels, your guides, the universe, universe, angels, guides. What can I add to my day that will bring me joy? What can I add to my day that will help, help me to see the joy in life again? Help me to find meaning and purpose in my world. What can I add to my life? And again, focus on what, focus on what it is that you would like. Of course, there's no timeline when we're grieving. 
There's no timeline when we we lose someone. There's no timeline when you lose a child. There isn't. Our heart does not have a timeline as to when it will be healed and complete and, and good to go again. It takes time. But joy and grief can and they do coincide. This is something that I think was a game changer for me was the realization that I could be happy one moment and then something could trigger me and I could be just so heartbroken the next moment and that that's okay. That's, that's life. That's the contrast. That's, that's just life. And with practice, you can start to learn how to bring yourself back into those joyous feelings again, especially when you're not feeling okay. And it's just so important to so important to acknowledge where you're at and just again extend yourself grace and care and warmth, just knowing that you're doing the best that you can. And that's going to change from day to day, from moment to moment, hour to hour. It's going to change. But I really want you to start thinking of the art of extreme self-care, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, energetically, on all of those different levels. What are some ways that you can keep yourself topped up on in all of those different ways? That is a game changer. That's an absolute game changer. I was sitting in my meditation this morning and my guide said, you need to go and download this. This um, It's like a gratitude journal. And I thought, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> you know that it's spirit talking because it just sort of random things come up and it's like, wow, okay, there's some guidance. Thank you. More please. So yeah, when I downloaded it, downloaded the 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 digital version, sent it off to Staples to be printed. I'm going to go pick it up in a few minutes. It just, yeah, you know, maybe part of your um, self-care package is meditation, contemplation. I'm working through uh, a forgiveness book right now that is absolutely beautiful. It's 21 Days of Forgiveness. And Something else that I started doing a few months ago is um, there's a fresh flower subscription box that you can get. So you get fresh flowers delivered to your house. You can get them every week. You can get them once a month. You can get them once a year. And so I find that brings me joy. I love the the smell of pine needles. I just, I love that smell. So I've got candles that smell like that. The evergreens. I just, I, wow, that just just amazing right there just finding things that that bring you joy and maybe letting go of the old expectations or any old hurts and just finally let it go there was a, a beautiful quote from uh peter crone the other day i think it was on his instagram account where he said the past is done it's it's time to let it go i'll see if i can find it quick it was so good it was just it was so good. Just bear with me. I'll see if I can find it really quick. I um, He's the mind architect. Um, regretting past decisions is futile. 
things couldn't have been different because they weren't. The question is, can you find peace with that? Yeah. You know, and not berate yourself, not feel shame or guilt, but to learn from our learn from the past decisions, any past decisions or choices that we made that didn't turn out. Okay. Things couldn't have been different because they weren't. And this isn't to minimize any loss or anything that you've experienced in in that way, shape, or form. But rather, you know, suffering is a choice. We can decide to suffer or we can decide to honor the loss, whatever we're working through, while we reach for that life that we love, while we create new memories, while we rekindle with our spirit, our soul, what lights us up. And I promise you, whatever you focus on is what you will draw to you, what you will find more of in your world. Because again, the universe is just going to match everything that we're putting out, all of our intentions, our intentions, our thoughts are going out into the world. It's like a beacon we're broadcasting. And then our emotions is the magnet that brings it back. So if we're thinking, now I hate Christmas and we feel sad, the universe is going to bring back something to match that. Whereas if we shift it and think, okay, what will it take to have the most fun? What will it take? What will it take to have the most fun until the end of this year? So much fun, so many beautiful experiences, beautiful people. What would it take? Show me, guide me, show me, fill my life, go, and then watch the magic. Just choose happy. Choose happy. And remember that it's okay to not be okay, just not to stay there. That's what's key. We're we're all working through things. We all have trauma. We all have disappointments. We all have upsets. But the, the most important thing to remember is to not stay there. We are the architect of our life. It starts with us. And if you need extra help, do reach out send me an email, drop me a line. You can book in for a session. I'm offering Reiki sessions again. If you feel like you need a Reiki top up, some Reiki good good vibes, some good juju, absolutely. And I get asked this all the time. Um, in-person sessions are the exact same thing um, as distance. I work with clients around the world and the energy is exactly the same. We just don't get to hug. That's all. We just don't get to hug. I send each and every one of you mountains of love. And again, I'll have uh, I'll have more more podcasts out, more information out for you to uh, offer extra support. As always, thank you for your support. All of my love.